Hi there, my name is Sarah Wendy, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast. I'm an energy healer, mentor, and coach, helping people create more authenticity and intimacy in their lives so as to reach lasting well-being and build meaningful, aligned relationships. I will be connecting with people or similar interests in the show and hope you will find lots of value in it. Thanks for listening. Also known as The Alchemist, Colbert Saint Laurent is a spiritual teacher and guide based in Long Island, New York City. In this episode, he talks about his personal journey from being a nightclub, events promoter and producer to spiritual teacher and mentor. In the second part of the show, we go deep into sacred sexuality, tantra, and semen retention. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Cole. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you here. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so... um, so cool. We met over um, Zencation retreats, right? That, that you're a, a co-founder of, and a teacher, and a mentor. And um, thank you for having me, inviting me as a, as a guest teacher on on the Zencation um, retreats. And you know, really looking forward to when you'll be able to carry these out in in real life and not just uh, on an online <laughs> um, support. So. Cole, you're based in, um, in Long Island, New York, and yeah. you're a mentor, teacher, um, also you're known as the alchemist, I think, on social media. So can yeah. you tell us a little bit about um, your journey, how you became uh, the alchemist, how you got into um, spiritual teachings and mentoring, and also, you know, what is it that you're, you're teaching the community? Of course. Um... Yeah, so 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 alchemy is is something that I speak about, and I believe it's uh it's just a term that um, is so fresh that um, when you when you introduce it to people that haven't heard it, it yeah. gives them a, more of a blank canvas to look at it as opposed to you know hearing various terms that you've probably heard for um, priest, shaman, all of these things. But alchemy is essentially when you take two or more things and it makes something greater. And um, um, I use uh, the elements so to speak. So it's very simple. When you think of earth, water, fire, and air, these are simple things that we all have within us. And then we have ether. That's, this is what makes up the human being. So um, I, I started with learning the, the ancient hermetic teachings that go back to Kemet and Egypt and um, started about uh, eight, nine years ago. Um, aside from that, growing up, I, I went to college I became a nightclub promoter. I started living a fast life. And um, that started, um, I think that's when life started to humble me. I started to lose, the universe started taking things away from me to, to, to allow me to awaken. So I lost my godson, lost my aunt. These are things that, um, that, that humbled me and allowed me to, to really slow back, take a few steps back because anything that I chose to put my mind to, um, I had a great, I was so determined to succeed that I always made it there. And um, this can be a, a gift and it can be a curse at times because whatever you put your mind to, you succeed. But as they say, you know, you have to be careful what you wish for. Um, but learning the ancient teachings of, of one, just meditation, started off with meditation. I had a, a good friend of mine that um, I grew up with. He was a big micro producer, I mean, a music producer and very arrogant, but I saw his shift in meditation and um, this was around a time that I was, I was deep in the church and I was, I was just searching, searching, searching for more. You know, um, I believe religions have a certain aspect and element of it, but when you're looking for a real connection, 
that's what I was, I was, I was craving. And uh, he, he introduced me to meditation. I saw his energetic shift in who he was, and I was very intrigued and interested what, in that. So what kind of meditation was it? Can you tell us a bit about that? Uh, it was loving, loving, loving kindness meditation. Loving kindness, it was yeah. about loving kindness meditation is really just uh, uh, based on breath work yeah. and affirmations. I love okay. myself. I trust myself. Yeah. Simple things that we don't even do, you know, to tell yeah. myself I love myself or I trust yeah. myself. I am love. I am peace. Yeah. It sounds simple, peace but simple. for some people it's difficult. <laughs> it is. It is because I've heard people literally breaking tears because they yeah. said, I've, I've never told myself I love myself. It just sounds weird. So when you tell them, repeat it, repeat it back to yourself. Yeah. There's a fight. There's a fight that's like, Mm, I, don't, I don't even know you. I can't say that. Yeah. I don't even know who you are. Like, why do I want to love you? Like, but that's oh that's God. the reality of it. Um, uh, we we have these. We we in in life. What meditation taught me is that we we have these ideas of who we think we are. I'm okay. I'm Haitian. I'm black. I'm a New Yorker. I'm from Brooklyn. You know. Right. I, I'm, I'm I'm Christian. Whatever it may be. Uh, I'm a man. I'm a woman. These labels, we, we continue to add to ourselves, and this is what creates the ego, more so yeah. in our mind. And we have a perception that we, we, want to, we want to deliver to the world. And then you have society and family who wants you to be a certain way and act a certain way. So it's hard for you to really find out who you are. And um, as I said, growing up in New York, it's a very fast place. There's a lot of influences around. Yeah. There, um, there's a lot of temptation in various ways. And that's why, for me, I had to really get to know myself and meditation helped me learn me it helped me take back all the layers of who I thought I was and it took me back to the innocent baby and then I was able to use the alchemy of all the things that I did learn in the world because they all are assets they're all experiences and then find out how I can you know more so become more find the alignment with myself and my gifts and that's that's what the process this is more so what the alchemy is about is, uh, is, is applying it. And, and I did get the name, ironically, about seven years ago, uh, I had my first retreat that I put together with my, my partner that taught me the meditation, and it was in Cape May. And um, it was also a, a private chef company. So we'd, we'd do brunches with meditation, and then we'd, we'd serve <laughs> so cool. foods. And I made the juices. I, make, I, I, I continue to juice. Juicing is actually a big part of the alchemy that I'll, that I'll speak about. Uh, further, but I did a lot of juicing. I juice everything fresh. So even if we choose to put in a spirit to drink, it would be fresh juice with the spirit instead of some sugary drink or some over-concentrated okay. drink. And then it's just, it's, it's extracting. So it's just understanding the alkalinity. You take something that's an alkaline drink and you take an acidic alcohol, it more so balances it out. So people aren't having the hangover. And um, th with that wow. science of just teaching people just to just even if you can still be healthy and still have fun, but take care of your body. And people are like, yo, I'm so happy. Why am I, I don't feel drunk. Is there, is there alcohol? I'm like, Where did you learn to do this? Is it, you just, is it self-taught or? It, this is, this was self-taught between okay. me and, 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 and like I said, my partner. And, and, and okay. then this is where I started to understand that these are like God-given gifts. These are passed down through lineage, you know. This is where you start to tap into your ancestry. My mother was, is, has always been an incredible chef. All her sisters, nice. incredible chefs. Um, we've been featured in, uh, when I was in, in middle school, we were featured in like uh, the, the spread of just these Haitian dinners. Because if anybody understands um, the Caribbean, Haiti is one of the, is the first black republic that claimed their independence. So they had their freedom, they fought, and they use a lot of the spirituality. Oh, that that's why you have a French name. You're, I didn't yes. know you were, you had a Haitian yes. origin. Yes. Okay. Yes. Do you speak French, yes. Paul? <laughs> 
Yeah, the peu, anti peu. Actually, the, 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 the native language is actually Creole. Creole, so Creole, Creole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Creole is, is actually what I'm more fluent in. Nice, nice. Um, 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 and French is, French is more so uh, what we were colonized with, but Creole right, right, right. still keeps, keeps the actual, you know, uh, Patois and some of yeah. the, uh, the, the, uh, the motherland uh, tongue to it. So, um, but I do speak a little French, but that was a, a big difficulty growing up because I was so comfortable with an, an unwritten language like Creole, yeah. and then I would have to go to French. And there's so many technicalities, and and I'm yeah. like, I know the language. There's no <laughs> way that this this white lady is going to tell me how to speak my language. <laughs> but that was a, that was a tough thing that I had to to deal with because right. it, it was so many um, uh, uh, technicalities and learning how to write the language. Um, but yeah, I, so I speak French a little bit, but um, uh, I still I feel feel more comfortable speaking Creole, the native tongue, and um, yeah. a lot of our people have lost that, especially my generation. I'm I'm one of the few, especially in my family, that know how to still speak it, um, right. because when we came here, we had to learn English, and nobody wanted to go to ESL classes. No one wanted to be, you know, English as a second language. That's what it's called. They put you in a different class if you didn't know how to speak English right. that well. And then you get labeled as special and all these other things is people just wanted to just save the headache from their child. So they literally tell them, don't speak it anymore. Right, right. And, uh, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame because that's a part of, once again, your heritage and understanding a different Absolutely. language. It, yeah, it helps I'm, you. I'm really grateful you. that um, when I moved to France, my mom insisted to speak um, the, the language to me, like Tagalog, which is a language from the capital city. So even if I refuse to talk back to her, she planted those seeds. So when I, when I moved back to the Philippines, it was easy to, for me to learn it over. So I, I totally relate to that, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, the, 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 that was, a, for me, it was, that's where the, the rabbit hole started, was really about the meditation. And then that yeah. just opened up a whole different world. My first experience, um, I had a, a distinct voice just coming to, just, just, I, I remember just being in a room and I felt the presence walk in. And it said, you have nothing to fear. All is here for you to use. Just use it with love. And that's where a lot of the, the fear and the, the dogma of, of Christianity, I was very tight boxed and didn't want to. You, you're, when, you're, when you're in your mind all the time, you don't want to sin. You're thinking about sin, being bad, going to hell, all these other things. It's like, I just want to do right but I want to make sure I, I, I'm doing the right thing. But it's hard for you to do that if you're doing it from a logical standpoint all the time yeah. instead of an actual Rational, real spiritual experience, yeah. an intuitive aspect where it's like, I feel like I, I'm being guided now. And that's what allowed me. It allowed me to build a stronger connection with the universe and, and hear that voice clearer and louder um, when, when, when going through life. And it's, it's just something that I just seek to share with everybody because I know how much is done for me how, 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 how incredible I feel every day that um, when, I, when I see other people going through, you know, the struggles of life, it doesn't matter how successful they are. I mean, the type of clients I deal with, one of my recent clients, he's on the Forbes and he's spiritually broken. Yes. He has, he's, he's, he's not even, hasn't even hit 30. He's on the Forbes, on Forbes, you know, articles and everything, but he's still lacking that spiritual strength. You know, the material is one thing, but the spiritual is what we've been stripped from, what we haven't really learned. It's, it's, and it's been, I, I truly believe it's been strategic. But as I've gone on the journey, the more truth, the more light I find, the more awareness I have, uh, it just 
becomes more clearer. And um, all I do is seek to just, one, gain more truth, because the more that I know, the more that I can share. And um, it can just be a trickling effect uh, to, to others. I think, um, you know, there's, a, there's an old paradigm belief that you can either be um, financially successful, materialistic, or spiritual, but not both, right? Mm -hmm. So I think um, the work that we're all doing now is kind of bridging that gap and saying, no, um, like we're meant to be abundant on all realms, um, you know, Absolutely. spiritually and material and physically and emotionally. So um, yeah. Can you speak a bit about that? Maybe like, of seems course, like that's what course. you're helping people with. That that's, that's our birthright. This is, this is our actual birthright. When, when you talk about kingdoms being built is, is, and you leave, when you go back and look at Egypt, you talk about, they had all these things where it was gold and there was, uh, uh, we were kings and queens, pharaohs. This is our actual lineage. Uh, people of color, they, they, they've been with that history has been stripped. So that all they know is slavery. But before they were enslaved, they were kings and queens. And certain parts of Africa and Ethiopia, they, they still have, they, keep, they kept that because they didn't have to go through the translated tra slave trade. But those that have gotten stripped from the land, your, your actual uh, birthright is royalty. You are actually chosen royalty but because, um, you know, and this goes into biblical scriptures, but people have gotten stripped away from the knowingness and that connection that I speak of because all they chose to do was chase the material. And, and we're right. seeing that happen in these times today. They've lost that real connection right. and all they're chasing is the day-to-day -day material things. But absolutely, um, what, I, what I believe was, is what happens when people go into the they step and they go through that shift because we go have that born again shift where it's like, I see the world differently and um, that's when the spirit like humbles you. And Are you talking you about like, like a spiritual awakening? An awakening yeah. of some sort, uh, near-death experience, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, any type of shift that really causes you to want to like change how you move in life. Uh, it causes you uh, that, 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 that new babe, baby type aspect. And you have to build that back up again because it's like being broken down so that you can build yourself back up. But as people step into that there's a, also a perception of what spiritual is like like you, you you have to be just turn the other cheek be soft yeah yeah, yeah. um but there's a time and a place for it and yeah. there's um the, the the point is is building that spiritual armor so that you're not re reacting and retaliating you're going to have to be a lot more patient and <laughs> because the world is just going to be a lot difficult to navigate against and mm. um when you speak about great great, great, great teachers and um, those that believe in Christ uh, or, or Yeshua as they speak, the Messiah, he was another great person that carried a lot of impact and he was, he was persecuted because of the message he was telling people that you have the power to become like the Most High Yah. You just have to seek him to follow his ways and um, follow that light. And um, those are people, there were people that just didn't want to hear that message. You know, they wanted you to serve idols. They wanted you to serve, you know, uh, other people. And this is what's happening today. There's idolatry and people are not really understanding that you have to take care of yourself. You know, you don't want to um, sit there. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by people, but when you put them on this pedestal as the end or be all, I want to be like them. You don't know what they, you're not with them day to day. All you see is them through the lens of, of the, what the media feeds you. Um, there are way more greater examples to look at. And um, I can speak from firsthand. I had a lot of uh, idols that I, that I idolized and I looked up to them in so many ways, um, but they're flawed too. Human beings are flawed. So yeah, I wanted to really seek, really wanted to seek 
the the most authentic, greatest version that I can find uh, that I would want to emulate. And I found that in, in, in any of the great teachers, ascended masters that you speak of, whether it be Buddha, Krishna, you know, Yeshua, uh, these are all great people. They all stood for one thing, and that's love. But uh, my, my relationship with Christ, Yahushua, Yeshua, the Christ, is, is the most authentic one because it's something that I grew up in. But I grew right. up a Catholic. So there's, oh, there's a okay. history. Yeah. Haiti, Haiti is Catholic, yeah. Yeah. Most of, the, most of the Western world was colonized by the, the, the Vatican. And Vatican, this is going to stand the, 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 the teachings. I left that. But there is, um, there is an, once again, an energy that has been uh, controlling that Vatican and the Catholic yeah. Church for yeah. so long. And that, Roman, that, Roman, that Roman Empire um, is which they, is they actually label it the, the whore of Babylon, which is what they used as a way to take away, you know, the people's spirituality. And it's, um, I, I learned a lot from it. Um, I believe that there are great people, but there are also, as we know, there's been a lot of... Uh, 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 news that's gone around the Catholic Church and the the, the pedophilia yeah. and these type of things and um, it just things come to surface things just yeah. come to surface and after a while you have a choice you can either stay with it ignore it and say oh everything's okay or you can sit there and say I'm not okay with this uh, this doesn't really align with it why is it happening so often and make the choice and we made a decision to leave the Catholic Church and I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful for my father because he made that choice to say you know I found a different type of church yeah. where they're more bible-based they're more into the scripture you more can find more things and I was able to see the shift I didn't like it at first because we don't like change I was like well, yeah. well I'm used to this why are yeah. we doing that but over time I started to realize like wow I'm learning more there's this there's, there's feel it feels better before I just felt the ritual aspect of just going through the same motions there was no bibles in the in the, in the Roman Catholic Church there was just a a, a a complete ritual that just went through every day I can word for word say what the priest was going to say before he said it mm -hmm. and that's just like it, it becomes it becomes this 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 flow of life and uh repetition and um that that allowed me to really grow because um, when, you're, when you're stuck in that day-to-day -day life, you can easily get complacent. And it forced me to, to, to see different perspectives. And, and um, it's all about learning. It's all about taking in as much information and learning, dissecting it, see if it's for you, not for you, and building that, that real intuitiveness that, that'll tell you if it's right or wrong, if it's for you or if it's not for you. And so, um, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. I, I also come from a Catholic background. The Philippines was colonized by Spain for three centuries. So we have that in common. Um, my question is, do you, so you have a, would you say you have a religious practice as of the moment? Or, or is it more of a spiritual practice? Like I call, it's Christ consciousness. Um, what I say, um, like I, I'm going to break it down. Um, there is a, a being by the name of Melchizedek that they speak about. And Abraham gave him a 10th. The reason why we tithe is because Abraham gave a 10th of his, of his everything to Melchizedek because he was such a great teacher to him. And he was a, uh, a being that they say came without lineage, no mother, no father. But in the New Testament, when, when uh, the Messiah came, Yeshua came, he became the high priest of the order of Melchizedek. He said, you shall forever be a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. So before there was Moses and there was an Aaronic priesthood, and then there was a Melchizedek priesthood that took over. And then when Christ came, he took over the Melchizedek priesthood, and that's what we follow today. So when you go back to the ancient um, Israel, 
that they speak about, they're Israelites. And, be, and there, is a, there are actually 12 tribes that they speak of. Um, uh, when they speak of the, the, the actual Hebrew Israelites, the Haitians, they put as the tribe of Levi. The Levites are the actual high priests that God gave them. He gave them that order to be high priests to serve. So when you, <clears throat> when you look at history and you understand all that the Haitians have been through and all that Haiti's continuously still going through, and they were the first black republic to gain their independence, to find the strength to fight back the oppressors, three superpowers, and still have their strength. Haiti, the country is still going through the turmoil. They're getting the backlash in various ways because there are people, there are, there are, there are, there are powers that understand the power that are in that. But when you speak about Haitians on the United States, they're one of the most successful black, you know, uh, 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 groups, ethnic groups. That, that, that are affluent, doctors, engineers, lawyers, um, across the board, brilliant in their mindset. But what we've been stripped from, once again, is our spiritual nature. So we've been so genius in how we've been able to be successful in various ways, but we've been stripped from the spiritual essence of who we really are. And that is where, where, where for me, as I started to dig deep and dig deep, because at one point you get to point where it's like, whoa, I'm finding out too much. And yeah. you really can't undo what you see. It's like, once your eyes are open, it's like, oh, close it. I don't want to see anymore. Yeah. But you could either run from it or you could embrace it. And I believe there's only a few, a few chosen people that, 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 that do go on to it and then they have to step up. And um, that's what I had to do. I had to step up and say that this is for me. I seek, you seek and you shall find. And I was seeking it and I found it. And uh, the relationship that I have with the, with the Holy Spirit is an authentic one. I know it, I, I know what the presence of God feels like. And, and it's something that you can touch others with. And you naturally do it. We naturally do it with that type of energy. And that's why, you know, understanding just the Eastern traditions of chakras, it's easier for people to understand how the energy centers work and how you can, you can cleanse the energy and you can channel it back up. And that's why all of these teachings with Tantra and sacred sexuality, they go hand in hand. It's about understanding yes, that <clears throat> for those, and then there's a lot of people that may dispute it. And this is, once again, the story of the Adam and Eve, when they say Adam, they say, you know, bite the apple, it is actually a release of your semen. So you said you can enjoy it, but if you take a bite of the apple, you will know good and evil. So after that, after, after that aspect happened, it says that Adam and Eve felt naked. If you've ever been in the middle of intercourse and you release and the man releases, you will feel like a fall of the energy. All of a sudden there's a detachment between the male and the female. They no longer feel as, 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 as close because the release of the high energy has gone out, released to the bottom parts. Right. So this is more so a fall of that they speak of when they fell and, and split, have, split in half. I've never heard of that theory. <laughs> it's, 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 there's, there's actually a documentary called uh, something to get the, 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 the Garden of Eden. But um, if you just understand the aspects, because when I started um, actually practicing Tantra, I realized that women that are used to men are releasing often, they feel a way if they did not, if I did not release. It's like, why didn't you do it? Right. And it's like, uh, I, I don't know what it feels like on the other side, but it's like when it's there, it's like, let it go. Just, just do it. And women have this effect on men. If they tell you to do something, it's like, 
you're gonna do it. It's like I, I'm down with it. I, I have no problem doing it. But um, it's an interesting fact to talk about. This, but but like I said, this ties in sexuality and everything that we speak of. They, they go hand in hand. They're not meant to be separated at all. They're meant to be understood on a full totality. And and those once again, those that may believe Christ was a virgin, I'll dispute that. Not at all. Understanding that you do not, you it's possible for you to sit there without having to release. That's one thing. Choosing to release your seed is one thing. Choosing to retain it is not releasing it. They're two separate things. And if it's able to be channeled in various ways, it can be brought, once again, to, to, to enlightenment. It can be something that nourishes the body instead of releasing it through a lower chakra, where you're choosing to raise it up to the crown, channel that energy to the heart, right. because it is, it's such a strong, powerful energy. If right. it can create life, right. it can create life, it can bring you more life. So if you channel that energy to your heart, it can open your heart up more. It can bring nutrients to the, to the, to the mind. Um, but every time someone releases, it is, it is a loss of consciousness. It's what they call in French, le petit mort, yeah. the little death. Yeah. And that's what happens for a man. So that's why, you know, um, with, with a lot of their willpower, when you want to build willpower, you want to build strength. Yeah. These are things that I tell people you have to do. And this is all about building your faith, is staying strong, being able to know that as a woman, I see temptation in front of me and I don't have to jump at it because I'm not controlled by the flesh. And this is probably one of the hardest things for men to do is when they're in that animal space to say, I, I don't have to release. I feel it, it may be going there, but I can use the power of my mind and my heart to channel this energy back up to bring in various places. Okay, so th I actually wanna talk more about, about um, sacred sexuality, Tantra and semen retention in particular, because um, I, you know that I've, I've done some studies here and I, I also um, guide people uh, through this and it's just difficult for me as a woman <laughs> to guide men through this process or even convince them of the benefits of it. So, so you already right. mentioned some of the benefits is that it's basically the idea in, in Taoism in particular is that um, semen contains life force, like precious life force energy. And the more you it's like a, if you, you waste it, then, you know, you're going to, it just cuts your life force energy, right? Which you could be Absolutely. directing towards longer life, healthier, um, creating your, building your kingdom, your projects and so on. Yeah. Um, so, but the, I, there's of course a lot of resistance, um, you know, with, with men, when you talk about semen retention, they're like, it sounds painful. There's no more pleasure. Like all of the, so can we, I'd love for you to like bust some myths. Like, first of all, you can have an orgasm and, and not, you know, ejaculate, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, that is, that is the uh, greatest myth. This right. is where you go from experiencing like just halfway to get the whole totality because there is a, there's a difference between the, the ejaculation and the orgasm. Right, right. The right. orgasm happens right before the ejaculation and you only get that for like a half a second, that peak right. where it's like, oh my God. And then it's like, then you go Release. the point of no the point of no return right right that, that happens but if it's if if what, what happens is is that that is a life force and it's an right. electric it's, a, it's an electric charge so if you're able to once again choose to channel and squeeze that 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 pelvic floor muscle and channel that energy back up it can be recycled back right. what happens is it becomes this, this circuit that happens between you and your partner if if, yeah. if so to speak so when you channel that back up, she's able to tap into that right. and it brings down a higher form of energy. 
and now you're just experiencing the orgasm because but you need the life force because the life force is a spark because once you release once you release that you, you're going to take you're going to need at least half hour to just regain certain type of, of energy it takes like about eight seven eight days for the average person to regain that semen and right, it's, right, it's, it's right. a it's a lot of it's a lot of energy. Lot so of energy. when you start realizing that, you can really start to experience and tap into this orgasmic energy and stay there. And now it just becomes the experience. It's not a means for the end. You'll no longer sit there and be looking. Because what happens is people are looking for the means for the end. Did you get yours? Did I? It should be. It should be a constant experience. It should be Thank just you. wanting to be there with that person. And it's it's a means for you to tap into the divine nature, to the complete universe. And, and what, 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 what happens is when you have a partner, they're supposed to, it's, 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 it's finding the other half of you so that when you're there, it just becomes an experience of where I'm just experiencing the universe, but I've been to have the grace to be able to do it with someone that I love. I found my other half again. And this is the wholeness, the clothing that, you know, Adam and Eve may have felt before they felt the nakedness of, of, of like, what happened? It's like now, now, now it's over. And uh, it, there's so much, there's so much that we have not been educated about. And once again, I believe that's been strategically because mentally, if you think that you're doing something wrong or you think there's something off about it or it's dirty, that energy in itself carries a vibration and a frequency on your body. Yeah. But if you're open to the understanding of how to use it, why it's important to not yeah. just lay with anybody why you just don't want to let any man into your womb space why you just don't want to lay down with any woman just keep you're you're carrying energy from place to place and you're you don't know what that other person's been about so for me um that that helped me find more satisfaction and i i found my i found my value i know i didn't it was nothing for me that wanted to just look for a a one-night stand it's like my energy is so valuable I just don't want to share it with somebody. I don't believe we can understand it or, or deserve it. So, but it, it, it becomes difficult because your standards will go higher. But what are we looking for in life? Are we looking for to create the life that we want or are we right. just looking to just have great fun? So um, we just be able intention. to. Yeah. Exactly. So as you start to find out what's in life, because like I said, my past life I told you I was a nightclub promoter. Yeah. And, and I, it's, I mean, it was a fast life. And. Right. Um, when you don't understand your value, you just you just move in various ways. And uh, I, I love women. Um, I think they're beautiful beings. And I, I just believe that a lot of us have just been led astray and we haven't um, understood the value. And, and a lot of our women, I, I talk about it, they're over-sexualizing our women, especially when you speak about women of color. Um, it's just uh, it, there, there has to be more dignity and, and you start to value the goddesses that, that bring value that are just not there for the material. They actually carry substance. They actually have self-respect and dignity and uh, they carry themselves in that type of way. And for me, all I, all, the only thing that I want to surround myself with are, are women that have substance. And that's, that's, all, that's all I've been blessed to, to attract because I've done the work myself. When, yeah. you, when you create your frequency, yeah. you, you just become in a, a magnetic field for only things that match the frequency that you are. So if yeah. you're in a place of mayhem, that's because you yourself are in mayhem and you haven't really taken that time to find stability and, and, and the intention that you want to create the life that you want. And I, I realized how much power I had and I had to start really directing my energy where I wanted to. Just can't direct it all over the place because you, you, you'll get scattered results. 
But when you focus your energy and um, learning these simple teachings allows you to understand how to focus the energy. Because you master this body, then you can master anything else. Yeah. But as a man, you have to learn to master this animal of a body. Women, it's more so emotion-based and things of that nature. Yeah. Men, you have to learn to tame the animal, learn to control the anger, learn to control all these aspects, learn to control the, the male ego, and tap into that feminine nature. It's about finding that balance. So there's so much that you can learn from the female. That's why we have that, that attraction. No matter, no matter same sex, whatever, we're looking for a reflection of us that can help us find more understanding for who we are. So that's why we attract relationships that we attract in those times so that we can learn something. Hopefully somebody learns something. You don't just go through it without gaining any type of lessons about yourself. But ultimately, and so that you can find that wholeness within yourself. So you could find that sacred union of the divine masculine and divine feminine within yourself, that full compassion, love, but still be able to carry that masculine when it's time to step up and, and, and control and to step into your divine masculine. We all, we all have to tap into that. And that's how we find that fullness. And, and now I'm in that space where I know exactly what's for me and not for me. That's important. <laughs> Clarity. Intention yes. and clarity. Um, I was reading, I don't know if you're familiar, Cole, with the Gene Keys. Um, it's uh, a system derived from human design, and I just started going down that rabbit hole a couple months ago. And last night I was reading um, Gene Keys. It's called Richard Rudd is the author. Oh, Gene, Gene, yeah, okay. Yeah, Gene Keys. And okay. last night, um, there's there are different pathways um, with uh, like so I'm reading about the Venus sequence, which is about um, it was about love actually, and it was saying something about there are two paths to awakening or to bliss, and one is a path of meditation, and the other one is a path of relationships. So mm. you can choose to kind of you know go live a life of meditation um, and quiet isolation, and then the other option is to be out in the world and use every single relationship as a container for, for growth and, and, you know, mm -hmm. um, learning and, and facing these challenges. And that was so, it was so simple, but it was so profound because, um, mm -hmm. I mean, when you look at it, all we have are really relationships, right? Starting with our mm -hmm. relationships to ourselves. And so all of them do provide, whether they're, you know, difficult or, or not, they, they all provide, like you said, like an opportunity for self-knowledge and yeah, it's really, really interesting, mirroring and so on. So it's really fascinating. I, I just wanted to go back. I'm sorry, I keep going back to this, but um, it's the very few people that I know personally that teach about, you know, Tantra and, and in particular semen retention. So if somebody, if a man is interested to go deeper with this, where would you recommend they start? Like where would, where's a good place to start with that? Um, there's a book by Montak Chai. It's called yeah. The Multi-Orgasmic Man. That okay, so that's what I usually recommend is Montak Chai. Yeah, he's kind of like, that's his his system, right? He's, he's really good yeah. at that, yeah. So I yeah. actually started reading one of his books called, I think it's Tao of Sexuality. Um, it's very technical. It's so yeah. technical. <laughs> like I was starting to read like how to do it for a guy. It's so technical and like there's so many steps and I was like, wow, I would, you really have to be committed to this process, right? To, to, yeah. to pursue it. Yeah, it, def it definitely is. It, it's one of those things. Uh, I mean, a lot of couples like 
it, it takes patience yeah. and it takes uh, dedication and you yes. really have to take time to it. But I, I always tell people that it, it starts at meditation. It okay. really starts at meditation. It yeah. really starts at really learning to control the breath because the yeah. breath is a big part of it, especially okay. when you're in that, that space of, of when, you know, it's passionate and you're, and you're with somebody, your, your, your breath becomes shallow. Right. But if you learn to control the breath and just really just breathing it back up, just really just allowing the air to oxygen because it's like, <laughs> it's, it's really learning to just master the body. And this is, this is where you learn to walk on water because it, it, when, it, when it gets a little too exciting, it's like, <laughs> You know, it's, it's, this is, this is, it's, it's not, it's yeah. not an easy task, especially when it gets real passionate in those places, yeah. but it does take patience um, with your partner, especially as a female, you have to, uh, there's times where, you know, people just, they want what they want and they, and it's like, you have to learn to really just work with your partner and learn to just yeah. be present, you know, don't, don't, don't have it as a means for an end. You just really just want to experience this, this time and space with each other. You're actually bringing meditation to just this, this physical aspect where I can just enjoy this meditative experience with somebody in this yeah. close space. And it doesn't even require, you know, you know, you know, penis vaginal intercourse, just be just us holding each other, yeah. you know, just sitting on just, just following our breath, sharing our breath. A lot of these things is, 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 uh, are key to, to building that sensual aspect where you're just really just building on the senses, um, just the touch and, 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 and really caring about the person. It's a, it's a real selfless aspect, especially when you're in, in the space of like, I'm just serving you. I'm here to serve to serve the divine feminine, the goddess. Now I'm going to just gonna just massage you. I, I just want you to just be present and just share this my energetic love to you, just to just to show love and appreciation. And these various things are going to allow you to be more compassionate in life and mm. your relationship. You feel more cared for, um, and and especially for for females, it takes about 27 minutes for a female to get fully aroused, mm. and most men can't even get there to 10 minutes. So it, that's this is why like there's just been say seventy five percent of women never get to experience an orgasm, um, yeah, and, and a lot of crazy. Yeah. A, a lot of it has to do with men are 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 just releasing too much so they don't have the energy to pull down the orgasmic energy. Yeah, it's, 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 yes, it's, it's like it's like a dead battery, and um, when it's able when you're able to really realize that. Even 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 men that are having tr trouble having kids, you're 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 stressed and you're releasing too often. You you yeah. you have to build up that energy. It's it's, it's like this yeah. in this in your sacral chakra. This is where you store yeah. a lot of this energy, and it's it it can it's a battery that can be used. Yeah. And at times you can release it whenever you need, but when you learn to store it up, your body it actually becomes this energetic field and that, that can be shared and felt where you can just be walking with this orgasmic energy at times. And it's, it, okay. this is what creates life. This is what creates life at all times. And the only way life can be born is if the orgasm happens. So this is the highest level of energy that exists on the planet. So yeah. when you're able to contain it and, and, and energize yourself with it, it becomes a, a healing thing. I, I've seen, I mean, I've, I don't know if people have seen, there's people that can actually start fires with their hands. You could feel the heat mm -hmm. because they're able to channel it because they have all this chi yeah. within their body that they're Sorry, able to focus in one place to allow 
the energy to 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 rise. But um, all of this, all of this is real. It's just hard for people to comprehend because we've been stripped down and 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 from from the actual high purpose of this technology that we have. And uh, as as we as we raise to higher frequencies, I'm seeing I'm seeing things start to shift. Oh, things are shifting for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things are definitely shifting. Um, that's why I'm I'm grateful to have you know teachers like you to just mm -hmm. show people like. who are ready to learn. Um, just one more question before we we maybe start wrapping up. Um, how do you practice without a partner? Like for it's it starts with your breath once again. Um, yeah. And and I'll break it down. The women. I said I brought it up earlier. The pelvic floor muscle. Right, right. For for for, for men, it's like when you're um, when you like have to hold the pee. Yeah. You hold that. Um, you can do that with breath work. So as you as you take a long deep breath in through your nose, you squeeze that. Envision the energy going up your spine to the top, and on the exhale. Yeah. That's microcosmic orbit, which I also teach. That's the, that's the, that's so, the, micro, the microcosmic orbit. So okay. if you practice that, you can start to really channel the chi, the life force up the spine. Because this is where the spine is the rod that, that, that gives you all the energy. It's what yeah. connects and communicates with the whole body. So from the pineal gland up, you have to learn to start practicing that, 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 that flow and practice it with the breath. Once you start to understand and, and visualize and feel the energy being circulated and sent back up to the top yeah. and going back down, yeah. you can start to play with the energy. Now you can send it to your heart and let me just leave loud this energy. I want to open up my heart chakra. So now I'm sending this sacred energy to my heart chakra to heal, to open up more. Now I want to push that energy up to my throat chakra. I can feel it and visually uh -huh. feel it and envision it now it's in my throat chakra. So I'm keeping the energy there. This is your energy that you allow to use and you can focus it anywhere at any time. If I sit there saying, I want to send Wendy, just, just Wendy some love right now. Mm -hmm. My focus and my energy is, I just want to send you love and light right now in this present moment. And it, it, and, it, and it can be felt there. And that's just exactly how it is when we start to think about somebody and all of a sudden they text you. You're, you're naturally telepathically speaking with that person but we've been, we've been stripped. We've been stripped from the understanding. Like we can really speak in those various ways, but we have to believe it. If you don't believe it, it's like ah, I don't, I don't know. It's you a blockage. Know. Yeah, you create a blockage. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Do you know? Do you, do you think the sun is gonna come up tomorrow? Oh, I know it's coming up. It's a different type <laughs> of knowing. Like it's, it's a yeah. different knowing. Like so. This this is what I say. It's the difference between believing and knowing. And and the only way you know is if you if you actually try to experience it. Give it a try, you know, give it a try. Um, um, but, the, but definitely the breath work and, 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 and just working with it, but just experimenting with yourself. Um, so, I'm not so against people that use, I'll, I'll touch on that. I'll touch yeah, on one sure, more sure, thing. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Go ahead. Because um, a lot of people ask me about it, uh, porno. They say about yeah. porn. Yeah, porn addictions. I, yeah. I deal with a lot of people that deal with porn addictions. And I say, listen, if you do have a porn addiction, try to do it without releasing Try right, to right. get yourself in a place, play, just do it if you have to, 10 minutes, and don't release. You know, so, try so, to control. So when they're yourself. about to, like, what, 70% um, stimulation, then they do the microcosmic? Is that what you would do? Right. You, you, okay. you want to keep it right around there. That's 70, 80% area okay. right there to, 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 to feel that and then just yeah. channel it back up. Let me just let me just focus my energy back up because if you get okay. too excited and the mind just takes over from there and it's like I want it I want it I want it right, I want right, it and right, then, right. 
this is where we have to learn like that the, the, the mind is like the animal and the heart is more like the spirit and that you have to really start to build bridge that gap where the, the mind and heart become one and, and more so the heart has more of an influence over the mind than the mind having the influence over the heart. Um, but uh, the fact that we have these eyes that are constantly analyzing, seeing, it's hard for us to get to that oneness that we have, that, that, that let that eye become single, that third eye that we're looking for. And that's, that's completely attached to the heart. And that's, that's where the oneness comes in. You have one heart, one third eye, one pineal gland. You really want to get to the point of oneness. But the duality that we always see through these two eyes, it, 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 it causes us to, um, I guess, fall asleep. To, to, to what our real purpose is. Wow, that's, that's beautiful, wow. <laughs> so much, so much to learn and, um, and to practice. It's actually, I find it very exciting um, since more and more yeah. people are, are being open to this work. Um, Cole, I wanna ask you one more thing and I think we're gonna wrap up. Um, I was actually listening to a, um, a video from another relationship uh, teacher um, that I, I also have on my podcast, Zach, Zach Rohde, and he was talking to his co-host, um, I think his name is Dave Miller, and what Dave was saying, so they're talking about men and women and um, energetics and relationships, and Dave was explaining that women, um, so the entry, their vulnerability is actually located in the sacral chakra, and then the, for men, it's, it's actually at the heart chakra, so women have to feel safe in the sacral and the men have to feel safe to open up their heart, which, um, mm -hmm. what do you think about that? I, that was a new idea to me, actually. I love that. I love that. It makes, it makes complete sense okay. because it, you, you, even when we speak about the, the orgasm or something of that nature, in order for a woman to really feel safe, yeah. in, order, in order to reach that, she has to feel safe with her yeah. partner. If she does not fully trust, she can't fully submit, she can't fully find that security, she's not able to tap into that, that, that energy. And yeah. for the man, um, being compassionate, and I feel like, honestly, this is where the heart, when you open up, this is where you tap into the, the, the father frequency. There's an there's a unconditional aspect, there's a love that a father, that's why they call it God the Father, when you fully tap into that, father aspect there's a certain nurturing and love that you can give but it's hard for people to tap into that especially when they have whatever's blocking it but the level of forgiveness to constantly forgive when people do you wrong to can give unconditional love to give the grace to give that type of aspect is a very vulnerable thing because you, if someone does somebody wrong they're like oh forget him F him, you know, I'm, I'm, he's off, I'm done with. And that's a very masculine thing. But um, what I will say is this, is that um, there are very ma overly masculine women and there are very overly masculine men. So it's really not something, especially with, with, with the world that we in, the generation that we're in with trans and all these other things, it's, 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 it's really not a, a one size fit all aspect, but I, I do believe that um, when you talk about in, in the olden times, maybe it was, that was more so true, but everybody has their own blockages and whatever's blocking them. But um, from that standpoint, when you said that, that that's where I can see like a, being a very compassionate and loving person, I believe that we all, this is something that we all have to open up to, but it's, it's hard for people to get past that sacral into the heart. You have to be, most of us get stuck right there 
and don't really get into that heart space to to build up the the unconditional love and mm. compassionate aspect that 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 we all get from Mother Earth. Like this is this is it. Like Mother Earth is the most compassionate, loving mm. thing that we have to look at. You know, no matter all the, the 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 bad that's been done to it, all the harm that's been done to it, she's still here, mm. giving us love and light every day. And um, that's that's it's an incredible it's an incredible miracle that we are able to have such a, a forgiving, loving universe that will just wants us to continue to be great. But we have to really take that seriously and not overlook it as if it's nothing. It's, this is really important to understand that everything is sacred under the, under the sun. Um, every, every, every being has a place on earth. We just have to be very mindful and, 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 and practice the compassion and love for all beings, it doesn't matter if it's an animal, if, if, even if an animal must get slaughtered, there's ways to do it in, in, in loving ways and in, in, in the way they used to do it in the past. It wasn't just in, in, a, in, a, in a way for money, 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 money. It, there are ways to do it in a kosher way that, that shows respect to life and respect to the creator for allowing you to have that, even if it, if it requires you, you know, having to slaughter something to, 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 to eat. Everybody has their own opinions and their own biases. Um, I believe everybody has to learn life themselves. And it's not your, your job to judge what everybody else is doing. Uh, it's important to inform and let people know that regardless, you have free will on this planet to do as you will. At the end of the day, yeah. it is your godlike experience and you want to make sure that you do the best job you can so that you can feel good at the end of it all to say that I, I gave it all my that I can and I know that I lived to try to be the best human being that I can be in this in this tough world that we're, we, we've grown up in. Wow, thank you. Thank you for those words of wisdom, Cole. Um, so where can people find you, um, you know, on social media? Do you have a on, website? Uh, yeah. Instagram, I am underscore the alchemist. Um, right I am now, the alchemist. I, I, yeah, I am underscore the alchemist. I, um, we have zencationretreats.com. I actually have uh, I am the alchemist being built. As I told you uh, a few weeks back, yes. I have, I'm working on a course, a few courses right now, which oh, is all exciting. about learning, learning all the aspects of alchemy. Alchemy when it comes to meditation. Alchemy when it comes okay. to symbols and numbers. Alchemy when it comes to sacred sexuality. We're just keeping the, the, yes. the whole theme of alchemy across the Beautiful. board. Just allow people to, to, to understand and get familiar with it. Because um, in the ancient times, alchemy was just thought of as this material thing. I yeah, can turn <laughs> you know, copper and lead into yeah, gold. Exactly. Yeah. You, can take, you can take a consciousness that's of, of, dead, of lead and True. bring it into an old level of consciousness of full of light. And that's what the internal alchemy is about, is really tapping into the internal energetic field that we have within to, to, to allow us to see the blessings come without. And it's, it's something that you'll notice. And she's someone's like, you have a glow about you, something about you, it's an energy. I know what it is because it's something that I've cultivated, but it's not something that I'll sit there and be arrogant and speak about, but it's something that I chose to work at because I chose to work on the inside as opposed to those that I see that are just seeking the exterior. Sure. You can see they, they don't have the light. They're, 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 just, they're just hustle and bustle and just trying to make it. And they're very stressed. Bald, head, bald it is because they're lacking 
that energy that they need to uh, to to produce on high levels. So um, now I'm in a place I feel I feel so I feel so amazing. But I can oh, I can I I have to attribute it all to the fact that I've learned this other side of myself that I never knew before. This yeah. is this is my authentic me, and now it's now uh, allowing the heart and the mind to to work as one. Now it's mind body spirit become one. And I can I can I can go attack the world in more of a clear way that aligns with something a life that I, I want to live forever that 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 I never have to take a vacation from like I can just okay. go doing our our when they open everything back up we can just have retreat houses all yeah. over in various places yeah. and just heal the world and 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 just bring yeah. these gifts and and all these amazing teachers like yourself and those that are on vacation that we we are able to to do it together and um okay. and, and this is what it's about this is what it's about. It's an incredible time. Uh, there are major shifts, um, but yeah. I believe it's major shifts for, for, for the good that are necessary. So uh, a lot of people are on the other side of it. They may not be as happy, but I'm so happy that we're on this side because um, life will become a lot more easier for everybody. But um, definitely yeah. take, take, the, take this time seriously to tap into your yeah. inner work, your inner spiritual work, to really build that, that authentic relationship with the universe um whichever whichever highest source that you serve the most high creator um the one that just gives you life in every moment the one that's been keeping that heart beating since you've been inside your mother's womb and has never stopped and never let up on you it's just continuing to give you life and another opportunity to make yourself greater and um if we if we really take life as 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 seriously as that then you know um we're not going to waste any any minute that we have so um this is an incredible time, Wendy. <laughs> cool, thank you, you, you so pull much. It out. You pull it out of me. You pull it out of me. This is, <laughs> this is what it's about. This is why we align and we, we connect with like-minded energies because then we're able to go there. You know, a yeah. lot of people can't do that. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the audience. And I'm grateful. Thank you for that group that you put together. It's, uh, I believe um, it's, it's, it's strong. It's just the fact that move that you made and you, when I saw you did it, I was supporting right away because... We do need women that are going to that that they, you 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 have the power to bring men together in those various ways, and and when women are are stepping up and that's a very divine masculine thing to step into, but that you're finding the balance within yourself to to make those choices. And I know it's it's a constant shifts and we're constantly evolving, but as long as you take those steps boldly, you'll find the alignment as as the universe um, provides you the direction. Wow, thank you. I'm a little overwhelmed. <laughs> it was amazing having you. Thank you for sharing your medicine with us. And, you know, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Absolutely. You, always. I'm here for you all. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to contact me through my website, www.sarahwindy.com for questions or comments or even inquiries about my one-on-one -on -one coaching services and mentorship. I will personally reply to you. See you next week.